Have you ever felt like you just don't have enough time? You're trying to accomplish so many different things in life, but the time constraints just don't work out for you. For myself, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a mother. I have a home to run. I have a full-time job. I have a part-time job. I have another uh, thing that I do on the side. I'm, I have, I'm a praise and worship leader. I have a lot of hats that I wear. And sometimes I struggle to compartmentalize everything and make sure everything gets adequate attention. When I go to bed at night, I often feel the heat of that and I lay there and overthink and I think too much about what I didn't do and probably not enough about what I did. And maybe that's you. Maybe you're struggling with time and maybe you feel inadequate or you feel like you're not doing your best in one area. And and it, it can be a source of frustration for sure. The other day I was talking to my, my best friend and I was telling her that I was exactly this way. I was having a hard time with feeling like I wasn't able to do all the things I wanted to do in the amount of time I wanted to do them. And she said to me, Carrie, not every day is going to be your A game. And she didn't know it, but I got really tickled over that statement because I thought to myself immediately, my A game, I don't know if any day is my A game. I mean, I'm just trying to survive the game. To be honest with you, half the time I feel like I'm in a a movie, The Hunger Games. I'm just trying to survive, okay? That's what the world I'm in. But that is really the truth. I mean, we we struggle as humans to give enough of ourselves to every area of our life. And usually we feel, or maybe it is true, that one area is lacking. But don't make the mistake of letting that area be your time with the Lord. And I'll tell you why. God is a multiplier. That's what he does. He took fish and loaves of bread and he multiplied them. He took people and he multiplied them. He had Noah to take two of every animal on the ark because he knew that he would multiply them. That's what God does. He increases. So when we give him something, he takes it and increases it. That's why you pay your tithe. No one's paying me to say this, by the way, but tithes are a commandment. They're not a suggestion. You're supposed to pay your tithe, but you do that out of obedience. And you do that because God is a multiplier. And when you give him freely what he gave you, he will multiply it in return. So when you give him your time, be prepared that he then multiplies yours. And you might think that that's nuts, but I'm telling you it works. It wasn't too terribly long ago. My children and I were in a car accident. We were going down the road and I hit a patch of black ice and I knew that we were going to wreck. I tried to correct it. There was no way that I could and the car started to spin. For whatever reason, the Lord saw fit that moment. It was as if time stood still in that car. I actually told my children, push your heads backwards on your seat and hold them there as tightly as you can because we're going to wreck. I had that much time, yet our car was spinning. You can ask my kids. It was actually scary. We spun until we hit a guardrail that was over top of a very large embankment, but we did not go over. It was like angels held my car into place. I was able then to call for help and you know the rest of the story. We we made it just fine, but time seemed like it stood still. Can I just tell you that God can do that? 
even when I, situations in our life are not ideal, even in moments that we don't want to think about, God is able to somehow make that time stand still. Not only that, but God is not inhibited by your past and your future. Oftentimes we're walking around with wounds from our past. We're walking around broken and we're walking around hurt. And we think, you know, we'll never get over that. And they say time heals all wounds. Well, I'm going to tell you, time doesn't heal all wounds. It will put some separation between you and wounds. And it will make those things further away. And maybe you don't think about them quite as often. I don't know that it heals it. But I'll tell you that I do know someone who can. God can go into your past and he can correct what was wrong. He can heal what was broken. And he can also go into your future and he can make way the way straight. That's why we submit to him our time now, because when we do that, he's able to correct what needs corrected before we even get there. And if you don't think that you will arrive, if you're worried about maybe you've messed things up or maybe you're not doing things as quickly as another person, let me remind you that Apostle Paul said that we run this race with endurance. In other words, saying endurance, you're setting a pace here. And it's not Sister Susie's pace that you're running at. It's yours. God knows who you are. He knows how fast you can go. He knows what you can handle and what you can't. So why are you worried about getting everything accomplished right now? Why are you worried that you're on a timeline that somebody else is on? You're not on their timeline. You're on the one that the Lord set up for you. And maybe while somebody else might have something at 30 that you feel like that you should have had, And maybe you're 36 and you don't have it. Well, guess what? That's okay because you're not on their timeline. And if I can remind you, the Lord said he knew the end from the beginning. So he already knows your end. Jeremiah 29 11 is often a quoted verse. But can I tell you that a lot of times people don't realize what they're quoting? You say, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. One version actually says to give you an expected end. An expected end. That future there doesn't mean like an unknown mystical future. It means one that God has already ordained for you and you're going to get there. Even if you feel like you've been derailed a couple of times, God knows the outcome Do you know there are 293 ways to make a dollar? 293. And if you don't believe me, go ahead and Google it. Half of you already have. It's okay. There's 293 ways to make the change of $1. What on earth do you think that the Lord can do with one life? Even if it's taken you 293 times to get it right, that's okay. Get it right. God's going to get you there. I hope you have a great day.